Please listen carefully. Hey guys, I'm Kate Orslan, Staff Counsel with Virginia Realtors. And I'm Erin Barton, Associate General Counsel with Virginia Realtors. We're excited to bring to you our new podcast, Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing in this podcast should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Welcome to episode one. So today, Kate, we're going to talk about an issue that came up a few years ago with a very interesting hotline call. Um, we had an agent call, a buyer's agent call, and say that she was showing a house to a buyer and the client was taking pictures and videotaping um, for a family member who was overseas and couldn't be there. And while they were doing that, the listing agent called and said, why is your buyer client taking pictures of my seller's house? And the buyer's agent response was, how do you know that my client is taking photographs of your house? And the listing agent responded, because we are also recording you right now. The call was coming from inside the house. It was definitely coming from inside the house. Um, this, <laughs> this hotline question just, it prompted um, a lot of research. It's prompted a lot of education since then. We've done videos and articles um, and we've received many more hotline questions on this topic of audio and video surveillance on both sides, by the buyer and by the seller. It seems like there's just a lot of gray areas with this one um, and that it's increasingly more pertinent with the accessibility of um, you know, security systems. I know that when I was growing up, we didn't have a security system or if we did, we never used it and now um, we have a security system that we set regularly. I can see on the app on my phone when doors are open, doors are closed. I know friends who have cameras that they can just pull up on an app in their phone. Um, it seems like it's just a more day-to-day -day issue. Well, you know, you have the nanny cam that is recording live video feed, um, but you also have those alarm systems now, like you said, that go to your smartphone and you can... Uh, consistently watch the outside and the inside of your house sometimes even listen to what's going on as well uh, which has probably prompted sort of this becoming more of an important issue for sure. realtors just some like typical paranoia stuff yeah so we should probably start with the laws in virginia that cover this okay. um, yeah so in virginia there's kind of two laws that really address um video versus audio surveillance uh, with audio you know a person can record conversations where either that person is part of the conversation so you and I are talking now and I can consent to us being recorded without you actually ever knowing that I'm recording our conversation um, or if I'm recording a third-party conversation at least one of the parties you know that's part of the conversation has to consent um, so if someone else is recording us, as is happening right now, we've both consented to that recording. And so if nobody's consented, is that a criminal offense? Yeah, that's actually uh, a class six felony. So that's can you can face jail time um, if charges are brought for um, 
for recording those conversations. Okay, so what about just uh, video then? Are there laws about that? Yes. Um, a person may not photograph or record a fully or partially nude person who does not consent in a place where the person has a reasonable expectation of privacy. I'm sure I'm not alone in thinking that if you have a nude or partially nude person viewing your property, you probably have bigger issues to deal with than this law. <laughs> that would certainly be problematic. Um, and disturbing. And Yeah. But I think that also brings the question of, you know, would the person have reasonable expectation of privacy in your home? Probably not. Um, if there's a, you know... A, if it's an open house, certainly not. Um, if it's just, you know, a couple going through just them and their um, agent, then it's a little gray area. Um, but there's really no, with in terms of real estate transactions, there hasn't been any specific cut and dry um, laws just about audio and video surveillance. Well, and there's no cut and dry um, laws or ethical requirements with uh, regard to disclosing them either. So, you know, if you know that your seller is uh, videotaping or and or audio taping, um, there's nothing that clearly states you have a legal obligation to disclose that to all the buyers coming in the house. Absolutely. But there are laws in Virginia and um articles in the code of ethics that refer to unauthorized access to the seller's property i would argue that this falls under that um, you you know you have access you have basically a limited license to you know come into the property look around um, but not necessarily to videotape or photograph that property without permission right and you know um i think that brings into you know the limited license you have to go onto someone's property um, and a license is kind of that special permission to be on someone's property to, um, you know, do something or be there when you otherwise would not have the legal authority to do or be wherever you are. Um, and does that license include taking photos or videos? Probably not. Probably not. So, um, I know we get a lot of questions about this on our legal hotline. Um, so should we... Should we go through some of those questions that we see on a day-to-day -day basis? Sure, we can go through some of them and it'll give you sort of a picture of all the different issues that can arise and the risks involved in those different um, situations. So uh, probably the most common one we get right now is can my buyer client record, Skype, uh, photograph inside the house for a family member who is for some reason unavailable, can't be there? Um, so that they could share uh, the property with them. What do you think, Kate? I think I think probably not. As we've discussed, you have that limited license to be on the property. Um, you know, the best practice would be to get that consent from the current owner before you go on the property um, and ask, hey, I want to stream some video to my husband who's abroad. Um, we're really interested in your house. Can we Can we do that? That way you won't get the call saying, hey, why are you doing this? I see you. Um, because they already know you're doing it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, but I think then, you know, what if, what if, you know, like we already have a contract on the house? I I know when we had a contract on our house, we went in and took pictures of it. So you mean like during the home inspection, you're going in and you're photographing everything to take home and post on Facebook about the new house that you just bought, or are about to buy. <laughs> 
I would say the same rules apply. Um, you don't own the house yet, uh, so you shouldn't be in there photographing and videotaping. Oopsies. Um, it was okay. It was, it, was, it was unoccupied, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> so another question then that we get is, um, what if my client, uh, my seller client, is recording video feed um, but no audio during showings, during an open house? The, the video feed is just a constant 24-hour stream through the alarm system. Is that okay? I mean, as we discussed, that's kind of where with videotaping it gets into whether there's specific, like whether there's a nude or partially nude person with a reasonable expectation of privacy and who didn't consent to having their their video, them being photographed or videotaped. That should not be happening which during an open house. Absolutely not. Or anytime. Or In any arguably, show. definitely not. Um, so could be an argument that it's okay to videotape without sound but your best practice is to turn it off because then you've absolutely eliminated any risk um the next best option would be to disclose um if you want to tell people that you're going to be recorded if you you know go in the house um you can do that a number of ways first via you know the listing you can put that in the listing notes um you can also have your agent tell people who are about to go to a viewing of the house or you can also have a sign on your front door that says um your smile you're on camera smile you're on you're on camera i actually had a seller that had that sign once right outside their front door so um and like we said there's no there's no clear um wording in the law about the obligation to disclose and what that disclosure has to look like so whether you need to tell every prospective buyer, or put it in the MLS, or just merely have a sign that you hope people see when they come in the door. Um, it's unclear. What if they want to record video and audio? Um, well, I did get a call recently about this. The listing agent um, had a seller who she did not have the conversation up front with and found out uh, several weeks into showings that the seller had been videotaping and audio taping everyone that came through um, and the agent wanted to disclose it but uh, the seller said absolutely not we're not disclosing it to anybody and I think again your role here as a realtor is to really just explain the risks to your client you know there could be a potential violation of the law especially with the audio recording and really have them talk to counsel about those risks and see how they want to proceed. That, yeah, that sounds reasonable to me. Um, you know, I don't think that you should be, as, as a realtor, you should not be providing legal advice to anyone, um, but you should certainly be directing people to seek the information uh, from sources who can provide them with the advice they need in order to act within the confines of the law. It's also a good opportunity at that point to have a conversation with your broker about what your broker and firm's policies are with respect to that as well. I think it can only help you, you know, the more information you gather and more experience you have with audio and video surveillance, the better you can navigate in the future. Um, so absolutely having that conversation with your broker or with your firm's legal representation can help you navigate kind of these murky waters as as you know, video and audio surveillance become more popular as part of 
home security. So why don't we do this? We've kind of touched on um, some of the different things that realtors can do to limit their risk on both sides. Um, but why don't we summarize sort of the, some of the things that we talked about um, for the people listening? Sure. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So, I mean, whether you're a listing or buyer's agent, you should inform your clients about the risks of audio or video surveillance. Uh, the Virginia Realtor Standard Forms for all of our brokerage agreements have information about the risks of um, audio videotaping. Um, so that's a really great way to just, you know, have that conversation with your clients. Make sure that they're aware of the risks should they choose to do that. And I think that's really the important part here is to have the conversation with your clients to educate them. So at your first buyer consultation, you know, let them know the expectation is that they will not be photographing or videotaping or live streaming any of the properties that they're going to visit. And if that's not the case for some reason, like they do have a family member who is overseas, um, that you know that up front and you can get permission from the sellers before you do that. And that in the same vein, let them know that sellers could be videotaping and there's no obligation for them to tell you that. Yeah, make sure you have those confidential, I love this house, I need it, outside of the actual house. Exactly. Um, um, and same thing with the sellers. They should, you know, they should understand that buyers will likely come in and take unauthorized photographs um, and you know that they should be putting anything that they don't want the public to be seeing away yeah i think you know whether that's photos of your kids uh expensive jewelry or um art or a really nice bottle of wine that you don't want anyone to have you know um make sure that they know to remove those possessions from view uh, make sure that they feel comfortable that with whatever photos that go up if they do or whatever photos, if there are photos taken, that they will feel comfortable if those get published, you know, on Instagram or Facebook. We had that situation a few years ago where we had um, a seller who was a military service member and did have military insignia and medals and other identifying information um, up in the house. And a buyer did come in and take photographs and go back and post it on social media saying, look at this great house I went to see at XYZ Main Street today. Um, it, it has the potential to be a security risk, and I think realtors are in a unique position to sort of nip that in the bud up front and have that conversation with their clients and remove all of that stuff. I think it's a really helpful um, service you can provide to your clients by reminding them of some of the risks that they may face by um, opening their house up to strangers. And if you feel uncomfortable bringing up the conversation, like, like you said, Kate, all of our brokerage agreements that are free and available to all Virginia uh, Realtors members on our website have a section where you ask your um, you ask your client, you know, if they are video recording, audio recording in the house, um, and you can have mm -hmm. that marked as a conversation that you that you had with your client. And then another thing um, that I that. Uh, brokers specifically can do is make sure that all of their agents in their office are trained on video surveillance. Um, you know, make sure you have policies and talk to your agents on what to do, how to handle your clients, how to just talk about this issue, um, and kind of discuss it before 
you know, it, it comes up on the back end where someone's saying, oh, I just found this out, you know, um, it, it might be a problem. I'm uncomfortable um, by kind of having the conversation head, head on, then you might avoid some later risk. Yeah, and there's a lot of information about this online. I know NAR has put out a video on it. Um, we have at least one, but I think more than that, articles in Commonwealth Magazine that we've put out um, on this topic, and it's definitely covered in some of our classes. So there we go. I hope that you guys have found this helpful. Um, thank you for joining us. Members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with general legal information. You can access the hotline on Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four member section. So thank you again for joining us thank today. You. Although the participants of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. Many thanks to all who helped develop this podcast. It is brought to you by Virginia Realtors, researched by Virginia Realtors Legal Department, edited by Michael McFall, and produced by Virginia Realtors Marketing Department. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully, by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License. <laughs>